Hello, and welcome to the Digital Mums podcast. Subscribe and tune in for topics important to us, to you and your career. We cover everything from the latest digital and social trends to the future of work, those important diversity and equality issues, and we also have a regular segment helping you with common challenges around working and raising a family. Hello and welcome to the first part in a two-part free audio lesson series on personal branding. I actually did a talk on personal branding for a large women in business expo and as I started to let people know what I was going to be talking about, lots of people asked me what personal branding was. And because personal branding is so important, I thought, well, let's share the knowledge Only a certain number of people can come to see me talk. Let's create a podcast so that I can let everyone know how to develop a killer personal brand in order to help you to meet your career goals. So in this first episode, I'm going to focus on everyone being very clear what we mean when we talk about personal branding, how a personal brand can help you to meet your career goals, and the basic process for building a strong personal brand. And then in next week's episode, I'm going to talk through more detail in how you go about it. So let's get cracking. So if you are listening to this thinking, what are you talking about, Catherine? I have absolutely no idea what you mean when you say personal branding. Let's just make sure that we're all on the same page around what that is. And before we explore personal branding, let's talk about branding. So when you think of the word brand, what pops into your head? Now, for most people, they think of logos, fonts, some of the most famous, most common brands, the Nike Swish, the Coca-Cola font, maybe the NHS logo, they're all something that you generally will think of when you think big brand. But a brand isn't just a visual logo or a set of colours, or a font. So it isn't just about how something looks. And the actual definition of brand is a name, term, design, symbol, or any feature that identifies one seller's good or service as distinct from those of other sellers. So any other feature. So it can be visual, it can be a name, it could be a term. Yes, it can be design, symbols and logos. And that's generally what's known as the visual brand. But it can be more than that. It can be who a brand is, the purpose, why they exist, the mission that they're on and what they stand for, which is often called the brand essence. It can also be about the brand experience, though, the interactions that you have with a brand, the brand promise. So a brand is everything that you think of when you think about a company and some of it is very tangible like logos and colours and some of it is quite intangible that's related more to feelings and emotions and a vague memory you have that something was positive or negative. So branding quite a complicated area. So now we are all on the same page about the definition of the word brand and branding, so a name, term, design, symbol or any other feature that identifies one seller's goods from another seller's goods. What's personal branding then? Can people 
have a brand? And the answer to that is 100% yes. Brands do not just apply to companies, they also apply to people. So when someone thinks of you, they might not think about the word branding when they think about you sitting in your chair. However, there will be lots of things that they will think about that they associate with you. Now, I would like you to just completely clear your mind and just think about Richard Branson. Are you doing it? Great. When you thought about Richard Branson, what kinds of things came into your mind? Now, it might be that you immediately visualised him and what he looked like. It might be that you thought about his famous business, Virgin, perhaps. It might be that you've had a very bad experience with Virgin Media and your broadband didn't work and suddenly you were filled with rage. But when I think about Richard Branson and I visualise Richard Branson, the words that came into my mind that I associated with him were things like adventure, because I immediately thought about him in his hot air balloons, and I thought about adventure, and I also thought about entrepreneurialism, and I also thought about leadership, because in my eyes, Richard Branson is quite a strong, clear leader of his business. Now, I don't know what you were thinking about, but did you think about similar words to me? Did, did, did what I just say resonate with you or did you come up with something completely different? Because it is, of course, subjective. I've never used Virgin Media, for example, and I've never flown with Virgin. So my actual interactions with the brand of Virgin are quite limited. So a lot of what I think about when I think about Richard Branson is a lot of the stuff that he does in the press, for example. And it might be that if you've had a terrible experience with Virgin, that you did not think of any of those words and you thought of words that cannot be repeated on a podcast. But there's definitely be some people out there that will have thought about that adventure element because that is so part of Richard Branson's brand. And he's probably spent quite a lot of money on PR people to make sure that that comes across. OK, let, let's just try another one. I want you to think about Victoria Beckham. Think about Victoria Beckham in your mind. And I want you to think about nowadays Victoria Beckham rather than Victoria Beckham Spice Girl time. Right, so you're thinking about Victoria Beckham. I'm thinking about Victoria Beckham. Now, what adjectives come to mind when we think about Victoria Beckham? So, for me, I thought of the words fashion, family, and style. And those were the three that came into my mind first and foremost. What came into your mind? Did any of those resonate? Did you think fashion? Did you think family? Again, there will be some subjectivity here, but I'm sure that there are people listening to this podcast who did think of the words fashion, who did think of the words family. When delivering a session on personal branding, I asked someone that knew Digital Mums fairly well and I knew followed us on social media, what three words came into her mind when she thought about me? And she had a little think for a bit. And she came up with, number one, hats. That was the first thing that came into her head. And if you don't know me and you've never seen me, I do wear a lot of hats. Secondly, she said flexible working. Now, that is something that I do talk about a lot. And obviously, that's a big part of why I set up Digital Mums. And then thirdly, which is my favourite, she said feminism. Now, I would definitely take that. So, can people have brands? Of course. 
we've just demonstrated that people can have brands. So 100% personal brands exist. But what is personal branding? So Wikipedia defines personal branding as the practice of marketing people and their careers as brands. So it's about taking some strategic ownership of a personal brand and using it to get ahead in your career. And Wikipedia also adds that it's an ongoing process of developing and maintaining a reputation and impression. Now it might be that you're listening to this and thinking, oh God, is this like one other thing I've got to do? I've got to do personal branding now, as well as just doing all the work I've got to do and also all of my parenting duties. It's quite exhausting. But don't forget, you do actually already have a brand. So you might think, I don't have time for a personal brand, but you already have one. You have a reputation and you leave an impression. So you have a personal brand already. The concept of personal branding is about taking more control over your personal brand to help you to meet your career goals, whatever those career goals are. So now we are all 100% clear on what we mean by personal branding. Let's now start to explore why it's important, who it's important for, and crucially, how do you actually start to take strategic ownership of your personal brand? So particularly in today's competitive job market, it doesn't really matter what you do. If you have career goals, having a strong personal brand can really help you to meet those. You are essentially that product or service that we talked about that people are buying. So it's about selling yourself. And having a strong personal brand helps you to stand out amongst this competition. And also, like with other brands, it's a way of building trust, consistency and credibility. And if you do it correctly, positioning yourself as a thought leader and coming across as an expert in your field. Now, I don't know who you are, what your career goals are, but let's just look at just a few different possibilities. So let's say, number one, you are a freelancer. Now, freelancing relies on being at the absolute top of your game, constantly competing with other freelancers. So for you, a strong personal brand is absolutely crucial. You will succeed or fail on the basis of your reputation. And a personal brand is really important for you when it comes to finding clients and winning client work and also working with your dream clients and it actually will have an ultimate impact on your income. Let's say you are an entrepreneur like myself and you are the founder of a business. Now people don't trust faceless companies like they used to and they want to buy from people and they want to support brands that have purpose and that stand for something more than just making money. So if you are the founder of a business, it's more important now than ever for you to be part of the brand and to have a strong personal brand in your own right. And then let's say that you are in a role in a company and you just really want to get ahead, you want to get promoted, you might be thinking well this doesn't really apply to me because I don't need to find clients or constantly be competing or trying to bring in customers, but your personal brand is still really important. It's just slightly different in terms of who you want to get your brand in front of because ultimately you want to get noticed by your boss and your colleagues. 
So don't think that you've escaped this one and you can just go off and you know put your feet up. You can't. Unfortunately, you also need to have a strong personal brand. And let's say that you're on a career break. You might find this one the most challenging of all if you've had a long career break. It's still completely doable, but for you, rebuilding your personal brand is key and just working out who you are, what you stand for now, going back into the workplace. So whatever your career situation, you need to have a strong personal brand if you have career goals. Now, I talked about Victoria Beckham earlier on. And the reason that when I said to you, think about Victoria Beckham, but don't think about the Spice Girls, Victoria Beckham, is because I wanted to touch on how a personal brand can evolve and not just organically grow, but to strategically grow in a way that you wanted to. So think about Victoria Beckham. And if you do start to try and clear your mind and think about her in her Spice Girls heyday, fashion might not have been one of the words that would pop in. Family wouldn't have been, she didn't have family then. So she's definitely rebranded herself quite heavily. She's now a businesswoman, so it might be that you thought about that. She definitely was not a businesswoman, or you would probably wouldn't have thought of her as a businesswoman when she was an entertainer in the Spice Girls. And this has not been an accident. She has very strategically shifted her brand image over time to fit with her career goals. Her goal was to set up a successful fashion business, and so she needed to do some work on her brand to shift the perception of what she was known as. So you might never end up with a brand quite that big, but you can take ownership of your brand and start to shift it in order to meet your career goals. So how do you do that? Because this is where I think people struggle the most. So the first thing that I would like you to do, not right now, after you've listened to the podcast, is to Google yourself and really critically analyse what comes up when you Google yourself. So the most obvious thing that will come up, particularly because it has really great SEO, is LinkedIn. So you probably see your LinkedIn profile if you're on LinkedIn straight away. And then you might see some of your other social networks. I don't know who you are and how much of a social and online presence you have or whether you have a website, but it might be that your website comes up or perhaps a team page on your company website. Maybe you've written blogs or articles or maybe there were some quotes from you in the press, etc. It really depends, obviously, who you are. But regardless, Google yourself and just critically analyse what comes up. Just think about it in context of your career goal. Do you like what you see or not? If you're a freelancer, would you hire yourself if you were your dream client? So how do you go about influencing your personal brand if you aren't convinced by what you see? Now, I've actually seen people make a career change that goes brand first. What I mean by that is they strategically built a personal brand around the job that they wanted to do and then they managed to get hired in that job without a huge amount of experience doing that job directly. Now, you might not believe this because in this day and age, that seems quite fantastical, but it's not. I've seen people do it. They've studied that subject and they've just done a tiny little bit of voluntary work, but they've done a lot of work to position themselves as an expert in that subject. And then they've actually got a job doing that role, which I find pretty amazing. And they've done this by really, really strategically focusing on 
building the right brand to convince target audiences that they are shit hot at that subject. So how do you do that? How do you actually make that happen? So at Digital Mums HQ, we have a framework and it's called the Know, Show and Grow framework. Know your brand is the first stage. Show your brand is the second stage and grow your brand is the third stage. Know your brand is a very reflective phase where you have to look inwards and reflect not just on who you are, but also what is your career goal and who do you want to reach out to and influence with your brand. This is the most important part to get right, but it's also the bit that people just don't even think about. They tend to jump straight to the second part, show your brand, where they just jump straight to thinking about what they're going to write about themselves on LinkedIn. But how do they know? They haven't done any work to think about what they want to come across on LinkedIn. What do they want people to think of and to see when they land on their LinkedIn profile, for example? So show your brand is very important as you start to translate your brand to your online presence. And also don't forget about your IRL face-to-face -face stuff as well. So it needs to translate to your business cards, elevator pitch that you might introduce yourself with, etc. So everything needs to match up and be consistent and be communicating your brand really strongly. And then the final phase, once you've completed the know your brand, show your brand phase, is the grow your brand. Only once you've been through stage one and stage two can you start to strategically build a personal brand in the right way to meet your career goals. So let's just summarise where we've got to. We know how important a brand is. We know now that we are a brand. And we also know, thankfully, if we don't like what we see when we Google ourselves, that we can strategically shift our brand in order to meet our career goals. But in order to do that, number one, we need to work out who we are. We also need to work out what is the goal. And we also need to know who's gonna help us achieve that goal. So who is our target audience? Who are we speaking to when we think about our brand? And then once we know that, then we can start to look at our online and offline presence and make sure that that's all coming across. And then finally, once we're happy with where we're at, we can start to grow our brand in order to help us to find new clients if we're a freelancer, particularly find our dream clients, maybe find better paying clients, or, or let's say you're on a career break, then your goal is to get back into the workplace. The people that you're targeting aren't just the people that might hire you, but it's also the people that work in those businesses. It's also your old colleagues, etc. So you want to suddenly start to regain and rebuild your personal brand to get the kinds of job that you want to get. Or if you're an entrepreneur like me, your goal might be linked to raising awareness of your business and your business brand mission and purpose. And it might be about driving more customers. So it doesn't matter who you are and what the goal is and who your target audience is. The process that you follow is exactly the same. You need to know, then show, then grow. Do not miss out. No, <laughs> that's the most important bit. Or you might be doing all this work and effort in the grow phase. And actually, it turns out that you're building completely the wrong brand and attracting completely the wrong audiences.
Join me next week where I'll be giving you top tips in how to go through that reflective process in order to understand your brand. And then a few top tips of how to communicate that brand effectively, particularly through your online presence. And then finally, my top tips in growing your brand. So do make sure that you come back next week. We also have a personal branding course that's about to launch soon on our Work That Works Academy. So follow us on social, subscribe to the podcast, make sure that you're the first to hear the news.